0: From 999 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly, sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at capitalfinancialusa.com.
1: Let's get it. it. Mac McClung won the NBA slam
0: dunk contest, Joe. As a man in his 40s, do you know who Mac McClung is? It's rigged. Uh, Yes, I am familiar with who Matt McClung is. He's a bit of a as best I can tell. He's played one game in the NBA. Yeah, but he's an Instagram, (laughs) TikTok, overtime, highlight machine. Correct. So it has been since like his high
1: school days. Right.
0: I forgot. I forgot what his follower account was, but I know who he is based on social media. Um, I did not realize he's only played one game, though. Yeah. But if you're, the, if but the, but the, it's the, in the All Star game and the Slam Dunk contest, we go through this about every five years with the Slam Dunk contest, where people complain that it's not good, it's not this, it has no relevancy anymore. Well, I think the NBA finally got hip to it. Well, if we do it, as the kids would say, for the gram. Maybe we'll get some buzz out of it, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. I mean, did McClung not put on a show? Actually, I take it back. He hasn't played for the Sixers. He he played for the
1: Bulls, one game for the Bulls, one game for the Lakers oh, in the 21-22 season. He was he plays for the G and he's in the G League. He's a G League the Sixers guy. franchise, basically. So,
0: I mean, but but it, did he not produce? Oh, absolutely. That's he put on thing. a great show. That's 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 the point of the dunk. He knows. Contest. That, like as
1: JC Zemble told me, I can't believe you didn't bet on the Mac McClung in the in the slam dunk cons. easiest oh, yeah. bet of the whole weekend. I was yeah, like, yeah, you're
0: probably right. Now don't at I mean we were at the stadium series game on Saturday night so I didn't watch any oh. of the slam dunk contest. I just know that people were tweeting about it and I
1: saw the highlights. A lot of people enjoyed it, but you have to listen to some of the uh, international calls oh, of his dunks. Okay. Dennis has a clip for us.
0: Oh. It's Korea.
1: Oh no no! no Il a <laughs> le titre au bout des mains peut-être. Ah oui là! Il est beaucoup trop
0: fort!
1: I definitely love the Korean one and the the Spanish one. though. oh no no!
0: Enjoy them both.
1: That's funny that's yeah but no i did
0: not watch yeah i I watched like five minutes of the of the actual all-star game last night that was last night and i and i feel like like anything related to all-star games in general they're not for like the people who complain about effort levels in all-star games this is like this is the, the classic case of just looking at you and saying go outside and touch grass because that's not what all-star games are for. All-star games are exhibitions. They're there for the city. It's a party. We know the NBA All-Star Game, unlike other All-Star games, really is just an entire. It's it's there to be seen. It's it's the parties. It's the it's the networking, and commonly referred to as the Black Super Bowl. Sure, in Salt Lake City of all places. A <laughs> curious choice. Yes. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. All right. Next up. One of the four. All of the four. Oh, or half of the four. Our guy, Ryan Wilson. Oh, no. Our guy, Ryan Wilson. A minute, oh, a minute ago. Let's fresh. You Fresh. You're fresh. You're fresh. No, fresh mock draft. We're we got to talk to Ryan this week. He's got a new mock draft out right now. Let me guess. Who's going number one, Joe? Uh, well, Bryce Young is going to be projected to be number one forever. Now, who, do, who, who do you think Ryan Wilson has going number one in the draft? Bryce Young. Nope. Chicago Bears taking Will Anderson. Ooh, then, hanging on to the pick. Then Bryce Young goes to the Texans in the next right. game. I like it. And sh- scroll, 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 scroll to Anthony Richardson. Got to be. Carolina Panthers, and sure enough, it is Anthony Richardson, Florida quarterback. Uh, this is from Ryan Wilson. Richardson is one of the most exciting prospects in this class. The problem, he's short on experience, and while his physical tools are rare, the Panthers are in dire need of a starting quarterback right now. David Tepper could choose to go the free agent route again. But that has been, shall we say, a crapshoot. Yeah, that's true. At the end of the day, Carolina may need to move inside the top five if there's a quarterback they really want with a day one starter potential. That's that's fresh, by the way. I just hit refresh on CBS, and we just got some new Ryan Wilson. Does that tickle your fancy, Joe? A little mock draft action. We're gonna do
1: this every day. I know, and every I'm not, day until I'm not there April. Yet. Whatever.
0: I'm not there yet. I want a new quarterback. I want a new on a new pro- pro- projection there. Oh, maybe Not just Anthony Richardson. You know what? Maybe, maybe we give me need the, to. Give me the sleeper. Maybe we need to hit up our old producer Rand and we can do a little Huey Lewis in the news instead of I want a new drug. It's like I want a new quarterback or I want a new draft. I want a new draft. I want a new draft. That's what we're going to do. But we talked about the draft. Next up.
1: One, two, three.
0: Hey, if you can't get a quarterback in the draft why not lamar jackson well the franchise tag day is coming up it is coming and this up is, this is something to keep an eye on and
1: i didn't realize this Now i'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you my own ignorance here at the nfl yeah the ravens could give lamar jackson a non-exclusive version of the franchise tag which means they would have to pay him 32 million dollars it also means i mean, excuse me. An exclusive one would mean forty five million dollars. He could only play for the Ravens and no one else if he signs it. Yeah. Or he could choose not to sign it, not play. If they give him the non-exclusive version of the franchise tag, did, and I know if you know this, if you knew this, it would give him the ability to talk to other teams and potentially work out the five-year, two hundred and forty million dollars guaranteed deal sure, sure. that he's seeking from Baltimore. And in return, Baltimore would get two first-round picks. If they if he ends up signing with the other team.
0: Is he so worth it? Is for two first round picks. Yes. Like knocking out the deal is yes. one thing, but it's the two first round picks that have to go along with that. Yes. I would I agree with you. <laughs> he would yes. be worth it. Again, shout out Lamar Jackson's <laughs> like twenty five years old. Shout out, <laughs> <Kyle>. <laughs> shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Kyle of the Mixed Morning Show, who apparently would say no.
1: Right. Okay. Lamar Jackson and Stetson Bennett the fourth were born in the same year. Excuse me, he's 26.
0: Pardon me. He, he, he just turned 26. Next up. And I don't even care who number two is. So we got NC State and Carolina, the Wolfpack, getting the best of the Tar Heels at home. That's been a consistency in the ACC season. Uh, I think we're at about a 65% clip or close to it of the home team's winning games this year in the ACC. The run it back usually goes to the home team, etc. But I did think at one point, Gillio, in this game, something was going to win out. Was the historical nature of this rivalry going to win out? We've seen this movie before. I stated it multiple times last week. We've seen worse UNC teams sweep NC State. All you got to do is go back a couple years to the lost Cole Anthony season, 2020. They got swept. So was that history going to win out? Or... NC State and Carolina this year and how they've played basketball going to play out. And it was the latter. The way NC State has been playing all year is a team that is fun, a joy to watch, and usually has a short memory. And Carolina has been the antithesis of the Wolfpack playing basketball. They get shook. They implode. And when the big moment's there for them to take it, they can't. And that's what happened where on the eight-minute mark where they probably could have put that game to bed... But those patented empty possessions came through, and NC State absolutely took advantage of it and put them to bed. Going to your run it back point, NC State now 3-0
1: and in run it back games okay. this season with three remaining now with Wake, Clemp, and Duke all left on their schedule. So that's a good sign for Kevin Keats and NC State. And I, the other sign was we saw this at Syracuse. We saw this at the Miami game. We saw this at the Wake game. When they get in trouble in the second half, they just keep their head down and they keep playing. Yeah. They're down 54-48 in the second half yesterday, and I'm thinking, well, that's it. It's over. Carolina's going to win. And -hmm. and at that point, State had only made two three-pointers, and they were just struggling to make shots. They make a run. They get the game back even. It's 60-60, to and then that's where Jarkel Joyner, who had a season-high 29 points. I, I thought he was outstanding, and I thought he really took control of the game on both ends for NC State because you saw the struggles that R.J. Davis had. I thought Caleb Love was really engaged for Carolina. I thought DJ Burns and Armando Baycott kind of offset each other. So the question was, who was going to be the player who really seizes control at the end? And, and we saw it was Joyner. Joyner, by the way, had a triple-double mm-hmm. in his previous game,
0: really making a late push here for all ACC. Kevin Keats had some fun with it. Uh, look, Kevin Keats, when, you're, when you've are when you won 21 times now, and I know Brett Friedlander pointed this out yesterday in the post-game press conference, like you've won 21, you lost 21 last year. And after Keats was like, "Yeah, I knew I knew somebody would point this out." He's he's been in a generally good mood after these wins, and even after some of the losses, he understands this team will likely bounce back. He likes this group, yes. And when you should, it, and when you're feeling it, the sarcasm came through the roof as it relates to what ended up being a pretty good weekend. If you're an NC State fan, right? They had beaten Carolina and a couple of other sports. Here's Keats after the game. You got to listen carefully for the sarcasm.
1: NC State with wins over UNC in wrestling, men's basketball, women's basketball, and football this year. How strong is this brand, and how good does that feel? That you're contributing to that rivalry. Well, I would say to you, it's not about. Let's just concentrate on wins over to everybody in the ACC. <laughs> I don't, I don't stack it is because it's great wins over UNC. Um, we, we did our job. The other guys did their job. We're happy with it, but I don't put. I I know people don't believe this. I don't put one win over the other. It was a win we needed to have, and I'm happy to have it. It's not a rivalry, right? (laughs) So why would I care?
0: (laughs) Well done. Well done. Uh, The shades also came out. You remember, like, for context here, NC State's been wearing sunglasses after wins. DJ Burns kind of made it a thing. DJ Burns has been the central reason why this NC State team has so much fun. Uh, the guy's a rock star on campus. So he's been rocking shades, and after Carolina beat NC State in Chapel Hill a few weeks ago, Armando Baycott was wearing sunglasses after the fact. He was like, you know why I'm wearing these. Okay, cool, whatever. The sunglasses came back out. Here's DJ Burns on rocking the Shades.
1: UNC took some shots with the shades after they beat y'all at home. Did y'all see that? Yeah, you know, I had to come with the bigger ones, man. You know, he got the go little bigger. guys, you know, You know, we go bigger, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't yeah, think it was a shot lying. at me. I don't think it was a shot at me, but I took it
0: personally. <laughs> Wasn't a shot at me, but I took it personally. Here's to Quavion Smith uh, on who the best team in the state is right now.
1: I feel like we've stood on that all season. Uh, Duke came in here. We set them on ducks. Uh, they just came in here. We beat them. So we just got to finish it out at Duke at the end of the year, and then we'll, we'll we'll talk again. Well, you got another team coming on Wednesday, don't you? Oh, wait? Yeah. My fault, wait. We got them on Wednesday. That's the
0: next one. I was going to say that. Hold up. That's Terquavion Smith after the fact. Again, this is a really likable NC State squad, and I, I keep coming back to the same talking point, Joe. You watch the Wolfpack play. They might frustrate you at times, but ultimately, you're entertained. When you watch – Carolina play it is a frustrating experience and I know after the loss to Miami at the Smith Center last week Armando Baycott straight up said he was 100% worried about missing the NCAA tournament and Hubert Davis's attitude was I'm not worried I'm not worried and after they had another moment where they got knocked down and they didn't know how to get back up in this lost NC State Hubert Davis I felt and look I know coaches BS us all the time Joe like, how many times have you sat in a press conference where the coach is giving you a oddly sunny portrayal of what's going on, but behind the scenes, they know what's going on? I don't know. I honestly do not know. And I'm not trying to be an ass when I say this. I don't know if Hubert Davis was putting on on Sunday, and behind the scenes it's a different tune, or he truly is optimistic and has the faith that this team is going to find a way to yeah. get to the NCAA tournament. Right now, I don't see it. But how do you play it? I mean, he's probably beating them up up
1: enough that he didn't get the response that he wanted so you try to play it the other way because again we talked about this before the state game carolina's got three q1 games left if they win two of them they'll put themselves in a nice position to get to greensboro maybe win two more games there and be in the ncaa tournament so you can't give up on your tournament dreams just because you lost one of those three opportunities you're making it more difficult on yourself of course. Because they struggle with Virginia, but the Virginia opportunity is still there. The Duke opportunity is still there, and the ACC tournament opportunity is still there for Carolina. You know they will play outstanding in Greensboro. They always do. The frustration level for Carolina is it's so many of the same players from the previous year that you just expected it to be a carryover. Yeah, And then there was the one main ingredient missing, Brady Manick. And then you bring in Pete Nance from Northwestern. He had some good games early. He had some injuries early, too. He's really struggled, though, particularly in these spotlight games with the triangle opponents. He he was a deficiency in the Duke game. He was a deficiency in this game. And it's not to pin everything on him because I thought Caleb Love was engaged. On Sunday, and, and that was the level that he needs to play at for Carolina to win. R.J. Davis got caught up in whatever he got caught up in with Jarkel Joyner and Terquavion Smith because he was trying to fish for calls. He was embellishing calls. He was too worried about the officials and not worried about playing basketball. And he played poorly. He played all 40 minutes and he played poorly and was completely outplayed by Jarkel Joyner. So, you know, he, he was outstanding in the game in Chapel Hill. He, he was not. He was the opposite in this game. And as we've talked about with Carolina, without Brady Manick, and without the sufficient replacement for him, they're really dependent on Baycott, Love, and Davis all going on fire in the same game. And unfortunately mm-hmm. for them this year, that hasn't happened a lot. That doesn't mean they don't have opportunities left to do that, but that's what they're staring at right now with a winless record in Q1 games right now.
0: Next up. I, 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 and, and hey, man. It happened. The stadium series happened and while there were issues the event itself was pretty awesome next are you ready to buy or sell your home
1: So the alumni game going on right now. Right now might even be over, but I'm just fascinated. I didn't realize Don Waddell was going to play in this game. Yeah, and i was just kind of thinking to myself, like, what? How do they not have Jesse Bowler is just drop the gloves with Don Waddell at some point? Just as a that'd be fun. Well, but on the other hand, like who like who's going to check Don Waddell? Maybe Rod. And then Rod comes over yeah. and cleans it up. Like I just yeah, they they had a lot of they had a lot of opportunities there today because Rod was playing.
0: Well, the opportunity is exactly what unfolded on saturday folks have been asking and look we talked about it last week the the stadium series game at carter finley stadium started off as a joke and under peter carmanos it was never going to happen but tom dunn buys a team five years ago and says straight up i want one of those outdoor games and put in the work to make it happen and while it was delayed because of the pandemic i think it happening in the 25th anniversary of the canes really put the whole focus on looking back on the totality of this franchise since they've been here, both the good and the bad. And it's culminating in the alumni game that you mentioned going on right now. And I think NC State and Carolina playing a club hockey game after this also highlights how far hockey has come over in general in this market thanks to the Carolina Hurricanes. And I, this might not be a popular opinion. I'm I'm okay with it not being a popular opinion. But I truly believe this. The Carolina Hurricanes have actually provided, if not the best moments in professional sports history in the state of North Carolina. They certainly rank up there, and I don't know if we have seen or will experience a spectacle like we saw on Saturday. If you were there for it, or if you watched it on TV, it does not matter. I don't think there's ever been a spectacle of that level that can match what, what unfolded on Saturday. And the Carolina Hurricanes have been consistent on this. I understand they've been here for 25 years, and people might not remember what it was like in 002 Understand. the oak that, that 06 Cup run was so long ago for so many people, right? My kids weren't even born yet when all that stuff happened. And the bunch of jerks almost feels like a lifetime ago in 2019, right, uh, with where they are now compared to the, oh, my goodness, we're back. Let's just have a party. Now it's like serious big boy, hey, let's win the Cup, right? but between 0206 the all-star game and things like that the canes have have consistently provided some of the best spectacles in the state of north carolina when it comes to sports you know we've had great acc tournaments i get all that stuff but the canes are are uniquely positioned to bring a lot of people together to root for one thing which is why i know some people were a little a little annoyed that it wasn't an overall showcase on the area and that It focused on NC State. Well, that's the stadium series for you. I don't know what else to tell you. It's NC State's football building. It was going to be about NC State. I think we'll move on with our lives when it comes to that. So, Joe, I look, I took a bunch of pictures. I wanted to be outside. I didn't want to be in the press box. And while the parking situation sucked and there's a lot of unanswered questions as to, oh, I don't know, am I getting my $84 back in the two parking passes that I paid for that nobody actually bothered to check? and there were people that parked without a parking pass, I'd like my money back. There's a lot of that kind of stuff going on, but ultimately it doesn't really detract from what we got to experience on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I think the game itself did its best, and the atmosphere and the spectacle of it did its best to make up for the logistical nightmare that Mm -hmm. had occurred in the six hours before the puck was dropped. And I, I think the NHL... You know, they get passing marks for everything that happened at, inside the stadium. Outside the stadium, they made mistakes, and I, I do think they would have been smarter to talk to some people, particularly who run the Canes and the arena. Yeah, um, that that could have been a big start for them, also to get the highway patrol and the police more involved earlier in the day. Uh, The mistakes were made there, but the game itself and also the way that the Canes played in the game, we can't gloss over that. Mm -hmm. I know it was just one of 82 on the season, but you go into these games sometimes and they feel like an all-star game, like a showcase, and the the actual result can get glossed over. And actually, the home team had lost the previous two, uh, actually three in the Winter Classic game. So, you know, you look at these and you go, you know what? The Canes came out, they took care of business, and then that second period, man, whoo! They look like the champs. They look like we're here. And, you know, all the talk about the moves that they need to make, what can they do, you know, the the NHL is still wide open. It's wide Mm -hmm. open. But if Marty Natchez is going to do that, if he's going to play like a top three guy, man, Canes are going to be dangerous. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open a 16th
0: do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medications secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org/nc. The Forbidden Glizzy is a food hack at Costco. You take a Kirkland dog and stuff it in a chicken bake and enjoy. I enjoyed it. It was delicious. Joe, don't knock it till you try it.
1: What did your body say about it? I, I was going to say, you, yeah. didn't,
0: you tolerated it. You didn't enjoy it. You know what it needed? It needed ranch. That's what it needed. Oh, boy. Oh. You know what Raleigh needed? Public transportation. That's what... Look... I don't want to go on my soapbox about how, hey, you know, for all the people who want to get in the way of actual good public transportation, I give you Saturday. OK, and the stadium series and the in the parking issues that occurred are there's multiple layers to it. OK, multiple layers to it. I'm upset at the NHL for not listening to people or not asking the right people. I'm upset that they did not do a tiered parking system. I'm upset that I dropped $84 total on two parking passes that nobody bothered to check. People got in with no parking pass. The people who did have parking pass were like, let me see your parking pass. They just held it up. I could have held up a piece of paper that said parking pass, and I probably would have gotten in. So I'd like my $84 back. All right? Kelly was stuck in traffic on Edwards Mill for a long time. There were a bunch of people stuck on Edwards Mill. Shout out to our friends at the Mixed Morning Show who were trying to get to the stadium and then just turned around and there was video footage all the way going through. Here's uh, Brian Lord doing some work for his big show, talking to listeners about how long they had been stuck in traffic.
1: This is what we call uh, Raleigh not at its finest. What'd uh, What'd you say to RPD? I said, I don't know if you're aware, but you have total gridlock on Edwards Mill Road because there's no traffic with Wade Avenue, no control. So if the box is completely blocked, nobody's moving anywhere. And what did What'd they, they say? say? They said, thank you for reporting it.
0: <laughs> and that was it, have a nice day. Uh, pretty much. Did they have you fill out a survey at the end? How'd they we do They did ask
1: my name and phone number. But that's about it. I, I'm just looking at this, this is a black eye for the city. I mean, this is one of the greatest events we've ever held, at least in the 30 years I've been here. And this is what we do to showcase our great city. Yeah, this right this
0: the chance of being able to do this again. So that's uh, Brian Lord from the Mixed Morning Show talking to some people who were stuck on Edwards Mills, just like they were. And Gary Bettman had done an interview. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman had done an interview with Adam Gold uh, ahead of the game. He got about five minutes. And Gary, you know, Gary was in the moat. Gary's feeling it. Gary's always believed in this market. I give Gary Bettman a lot of credit. He's always believed in this market. And here's Gary with Adam Gold, just kind of like, yeah, you know, 30 years in the making. I actually was at a reception today where I was asked to give some welcoming remarks. And I said, if 30 years ago I told anybody in this room we were going to have a professional hockey team in North Carolina, you would have thought we were crazy. Yeah. And if 25 years ago when the team came, we said there's going to come a point where we play a game – outdoors in a football stadium, and 57,000 people are going to come, you wouldn't have believed it. What a great, great story hockey has been here in the Triangle. Uh, Pete Carmanos had a vision, Mm -hmm. and Tom Dundon has done an incredible job of really making this team was super competitive and making it an even more important part of the community. So that's Gary Bettman with Adam Gold ahead of the game, commissioner of the NHL. Then Joe sees Gary Bettman in the elevator, and Vaughn Towers. Um, it, it wasn't the same. It, it wasn't the same. Not the same N- vibe. No. Did the jersey N- come no. out? There was a lot of jersey because there's a lot of frustration, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I felt like I felt like this was Gary's moment to go. Oh, I'm back home. Yeah, this, this feels like I'm back I, in New York. You
1: know, I just I, the way I look at it is, I think people did leave early, and I think people try to do their best. And the, the staffing for parking was not adequate, yeah. and the police and highway patrol presence was not adequate, mm-hmm. and it wasn't where it should have been. And that gets back to the NHL, and ultimately it's Gary Bettman's name on the menu, yeah. on the billboard. So those are decisions that the NHL made. Those are decisions that they made with NC State because they were hosting the game. NC State was the facility. They purchased the game from the Canes, put the game at NC State. In conjunction, they make decisions about parking. They used NC State's parking service, but not the system. Yeah. That's num- big mistake number Huge one. Mistake. They didn't have enough people working the parking. Big mistake number two. It's being and, cheap. And, and the traffic number three. I know from NC State, from Cover in NC State, when you have the FOIA documents, you get documents, you get contracts, you got to pay time and a half. Well, guess what? It was It would have been worth it to avoid all of the headaches that a lot of people had. And by mm-hmm. the way, Joe, by the way. This wasn't a. And you say forty, and you're joking about the eighty. You're joking. You're you're doing your best, Frank Costanza, for the eighty-four dollars. I get that part. No, I'm not actually. Well, but you are for for the bit. But the price of the tickets were it was it was big, mm-hmm. and, and people paid a lot of money because they did mm-hmm. want to enjoy once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, I dropped and like once... four hundred
0: bucks. How much did you drop? don't want to know okay
1: and then on top of that you you know you want to enjoy it you don't want to be frustrated Mm -hmm. so if you have a two hour, so even if you built in two hours in your car to make a 20 minute drive okay you did that yeah you get to the parking you get to the parking area there's not enough people working there now you add another hour and then the tickets the ticket gates were another 45 minutes an hour wait to get into the building yeah and that's on the NHL. That's cutting corners. That's being cheap. So I said to I said, Gary was getting on the elevator. I said, Gary. He didn't listen to me. Then I gave him that hard Gary. I gave him that Jersey Gary. Can you give it to me? Gary. And he lo- <laughs> he turned around like his mom just yelled at him. And I'm like, next <laughs> time you have an event here in Raleigh, you need to ask a local how to run it. Yeah. And he goes, well, we did. And I said, Who? And he said, the police. I, I like sting. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he, he goes, the police. I go, well, not the right police. I said, because there wasn't any on yeah. I-40. There wasn't any on Wade Avenue. And there wasn't any on Edwards
0: Mill where they should have been. I like that you, get, you hit him with the Gary. Oh, I gave him the hard Gary. And then, by the way, I'm not doing a Costanza. I'm not doing a bit. All right? I'm trying to pay for a remodel, bro. <laughs> any money oh, is going to count. So look at the camera. Focus on me. Focus on me. Hey, Gary, NHL, somebody in the offices. Camera on me. Look at me. I want my $84. Give me my $84 back because that's ridiculous. Your heart, it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.